now, Truckers Radio USA presents... Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! Where are their pants? The Derriers! Oh, yeah! The Derriers! Two amazing brothers, boldly exploring the universe of music in the Americana Roadshow. The Derriers are Kansas City's dubious backup specialists. Elvis had the Jordanaires. These are the Derriers. Rhythm guitar, bass, and harmony vocals. Please welcome Leo and Roger Eilts, the Derriers. Welcome to the Americana Roadshow, right here on Truckers, Truckers Radio USA. USA. I'm Roger Isles. I'm Leo Isles. And we are the, the Derriers. Doing what we do just about every week. That's right. Actually, uh, every week. Uh, actually, yeah, not just about. Not just about. Yep. Every week for we, a good long time we now. We do that. We, we just drive walk. around, up and down the road. We go places. We yep. do things. We listen to music. We, we drive over songs and then stop and pick <laughs> stop them up. Stop and pick them up. Yeah, just, sometimes they go a little flat. They go a little uh, flat. We dust them off, clean uh-huh. them up, reinflate them, and by golly... There you go. We yeah. put it on the show. Well, people ask us, they say, Derriers, exactly what is Americana music? And we get that a lot, but we're, <laughs> listen, we're not experts or anything. No. We, no. we, we have an opinion. A, a, opinion. A, a, which has evolved into a definition. Oh, I like the way you said that. Yeah, you like that? An opinion evolved into a definition. definition. Okay, I'll go, I'll go with that. Yeah, which right. is, it's music with distinctive American, American roots. roots. Boy, and that's a dodge, too, because there's a lot of music in oh, the yeah. from that. It could be just about anything. Well, you know, it isn't just that fiddle and banjo stuff. I no, mean, no. Uh, it, could be, uh, it could be country. It could be rockabilly. It could be big band. Show tunes. Uh, techno. Jazz. Salsa. Rhythm and blues. It could be synth pop. It could be bubble gum. Uh, Klesmer. Barbershop. Uh, indie rock. It could even be lounge music. Oh, it, and has been. It has been. Yes, and it and has. you know what our favorite kind is? I do. It's boogaloo. boogaloo. Yeah. And we actually dipped our finger into the boogaloo pool last week. So yeah. it could happen again. Yeah. All right. So, well, the format of the show is that uh, each of us shows up each week with a virtual fistful of tunes that we have not yet disclosed to the other guy. That's the only rule. And uh, we take turns uh, going back and forth. And, uh, uh, it's an even-numbered show. This is number 126. Mm-hmm. And that means you go first. I do. Okay. Okay, so there's these two guys. These two guys walk into a bar. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but I don't. Thank you. We'll be here all week. So Randy Rogers and Paul Wade Bowen. He goes by Wade Bowen. And they have both done stuff on their own. Uh, the Randy Rogers Band, um, they started their debut album uh, in, in uh, San Marcos, Texas. And uh, they were signed to a downtime record label, and they recent an album called uh, Like It Used to Be. And then uh, they kind of started playing up. But uh, they had an album called Roller Coaster, and it produced two minor entries on the Billboard Hot Country song oh, charts okay. in early 2005. And so uh, he also co-wrote a song, Somebody Take Me Home, which was recorded by Kenny Chesney. Oh, okay. So these guys are not nobody. Uh, the other guy, Paul, uh, or Wade Bowen, uh, he was from uh, Waco, Texas, and he is a member of band, a band called West 84. Uh, and uh, 
it, in 2001, it became known as Wade Bowen in West 84. <laughs> I guess it took over. Uh, but uh, this is kind of cool. During the COVID-19 pandemic of 2020s, back in the COVID years, as we are calling yeah, it. Yeah, now, now, right. He started a web series of live shows called Wade's World, which is funny, where he hosted over uh, uh, other prominent Texas musicians to play and tell stories about their songs every Friday night. Okay. Okay. Well, here's where these two guys come together. In 2015, uh, uh, Wade Bowen got together with Randy Rogers, and uh, they they uh, re- uh, recorded an album called uh, "Hold My Beer Volume One." <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. And then in 2020, they recorded "Hold My Beer Volume 2. <laughs> uh, and, and again, I I don't know how I stumbled onto this, but uh, the first tune I uh, I ran into was from uh, the first album, and it's called "Till It Does," and it's it's really a sweet tune. It's it's you know things don't matter till mm-hmm. it, till it does. Doesn't matter till it does. Gotcha. And I really like that. But then I looked at the volume two, and there's a song called "Rodeo Clown." <laughs> That is just you know how I like clever stuff, uh-huh. right? You know? I, absolutely. And the yeah. premise of the of the song, which you'll hear, is that you know his his girlfriend left him, and, and you know that's okay, but she left him for a rodeo clown. <laughs> <laughs> so it's really good. From Hold My Beer Volume Two from 2020, Randy Rogers and Wade Bowen doing Rodeo Clown. With a suitcase in her hand When she said she'd met a cowboy I was picturing the Marlboro Man Well, it wasn't her leaving Hell, it wasn't even The fact that she was running around What hurts me the most is She left me for a rodeo clown Enough dipping macho man But a guy named Daryl Hiding in a barrel Red nose and a painted on frown Yeah, she didn't just leave me She left me for a rodeo clown Your friends are gonna ask me But I'm just gonna tell them a lie She was getting too clingy You just had to say goodbye Cause you'd get throttled They knew that Ronald McDonald Was doing her now Now she didn't just leave you She left you for a rodeo
work something out But she went to Vegas And left me for a rodeo clown It hurts just to say it She left you for a rodeo That's, that's pretty funny. That's okay, pretty, it's a great line. A guy named Daryl uh, hiding in a barrel, red nose and a painted on frown. Those are great lyrics, that man. Is a, that is a picture right there. Yeah, we need to learn that. Yeah, I think, I think so, too. That's a fun one. All right, Leo. Well, we got it kicked off now. What do you got to <laughs> okay. follow that up with? Okay, so uh, I want to go back into the 60s here uh, and talk about Phil Spector. Okay. Okay. He's the guy you know that uh, developed that wall of sound. You bet. Uh, using a bunch of musicians, you know, um, the the Wrecking Crew, uh, basically. But his his approach to doing that was to cram as many musicians as he could possibly get into the sound stage where they were recording. You know, and just have this massive, you know, background thing. And uh, so during the '60s, um, he uh, had a, a bunch of girl groups that had hits. Using that, you know, that technique. I mean, there was the Blossoms. Uh, they had a song called "He's a Rebel." The Ronettes, "Be My right. Baby," the Crystals. You know, then he kissed me. All these girl groups coming out, and he really wanted to. Um, he really wanted to get a guy group like that too. Okay, so makes sense. It does make sense. So there were these two guys, and uh, they were um, rec- they were working together uh, after the band that they had been in. Uh, had broken up, and they were working as a duo, right? Okay. And they uh, they were working in this bar that was right close to uh, close by a Marine base. And the Marines would come in and listen to these guys sing, and uh, one of them had kind of a high tenor voice, and the other one had kind of a lower voice, and they really had the spectrum covered musically. And these these black guys, these black Marines, were just totally digging it, and they kept saying that 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 is righteous, brother. And, oh, and they wow. said, Oh, that's a good name. Let's use that. So they became the Righteous Brothers, right? How about that? So Phil Spector hears about these guys, and he takes them into the studio, right? And he does his big, big production he does of of this song, uh, Unchained Melody, and, you know, that's a big hit. And then he comes back, and in 1964, he comes in and does the same thing with the song I'm going to feature today, which is uh, You've Lost That Love and Feeling, right? Which was in uh, 64, but uh, here's here's what gets interesting. So the the movie comes out that that was featured in, right? Uh, what was the name of the movie? Um, oh, uh, about the ghost and everything. Um, it'll it'll hit me in just a second here. Anyway, the song uh, was featured in that show, right? And uh, then a couple of other things happened where they got to be so popular they went in and recorded another version of the song. Okay. okay, and so both the reissued and the re-recorded songs charted at the same time uh, for several weeks, and the Righteous Brothers made history as the first act to have two versions of the same song in the top twenty at the same time. So, wow, that, really? Yeah, that's that's pretty interesting, right there. Wow. So and there you go. There's a little bit of background on here. So let's just listen to the Righteous Brothers from 1964. You've lost that love and feeling. You never close your eyes anymore. Your lips And there's no tenderness Like grief in your fingertips You're trying hard not to show it But baby Baby 
making song right yeah, there. Yeah, that's a wall of sound for and, you. And I remember, it, and it doesn't really relate to this song, but I remember the name of the movie. Oh, finally? Yeah, thanks. That was, was that a little brain. Uh, it was uh, Ghost. Oh, sure. Yeah, it was a big okay. hit back in then. All right, Roger, it's back to you. Okay, I'm going to do a follow-up. Uh, so I believe it was last show I did um, a song by uh, Rachel Price. Yes. And and that was a follow-up to that uh, Rachel and Veal Ray that I, I did very early on in the show, okay. that duo, that really cool duo. Yep. Okay, well, she uh, also um, was one of the founding members of a band called Lake Street Dive. Oh, oh L-S-D. <laughs> oh, we'll go figure. We'll go figure. Uh, but they uh, uh, they were formed in 2004, and, and all of them met at the New England Conservatory of Music in Boston. Mm. So... Um, they were formed, uh, in, as I said, in 2004 as a free country band, and they intended to play country music in an improvised avant-garde style. You know, it's kind of their, their uh-huh. uh, mission statement. Uh, this concept was abandoned in favor of something that actually sounded good, <laughs> according to Mike Olson, one of the guys. So... Um, 
I'm not going to play this song, although I almost did, uh, but I am going to post it on our website because it's very cool. Uh, uh, on YouTube, their Jackson 5 cover of I Want You Back <laughs> on a Street Corner has received more than 6 million views. Oh, man. It's super cool. It's really neat. Yeah, I'll have to go take so, a look at that. So I am going to post that because I think um, uh, that's something people might want to take a look at. Uh, it's viral success helped promote the band's visibility and popularity. Uh, I instead picked one um, off of their, uh, their uh, self-titled. Album, uh, album. album. It's easy yeah. for you to say. Not, uh, not really. Uh, but it, the album is called Lake Street Dive from 2010. Them doing Hello, Goodbye. Feels good to be over you, but it felt good to be under you. So it's just you that feels good. Feels like I should be over you, and good girls do what they should do. So. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's a good groove, man. I tell you, I, I like them. It is, and it's got a real nice kind of happy, upbeat feel to it. Yep. Oh, I, oh and look what time it is right yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, it's a, we are out of time. Yes, sir. And uh, let's see. It's an even-numbered show. Uh, tomorrow's moving day, of course. It is, of course, yes. And so, um, uh, even-numbered. Even-numbered, so you get to go out and pick, and up, pick up the up trash. The, yay. <laughs> okay, good. I love picking up the trash. Okay, All and right. I'll check that. Left or inside duel. duel. Yeah, okay, all we'll right. Take care of that. Be careful out there. I, I shall. Okay. This is the Americana Road Show right here on Truckers, Truckers Radio, Radio USA. All righty. Well, we're back. Uh, no mishaps, I guess, huh? Uh, nope. No, everything good? Everything was good. How was the tire? Uh, only two pounds down. Only two? Yeah. I tell you, that thing's healing up. It could be. It could be. You man. never know. Uh, you can only hope. Stranger things have happened. I'm yeah, sure. like I remember the day you were born. <laughs> that was a strange one. Anyway, uh, I don't recall it. But, you know, uh, no, apparently not. Uh, well, we are broadcasting this week from the Shady Grove RV Park right here in Ardmore, Oklahoma. Yeah, it's kind of like coming home, really. We've, we've well, been we've here. done festivals down here. We have with, yeah. our, with our cowboy band, Three Trails West. And, you know, I didn't realize that, of course, it's it's really um, it's southern um, yeah. Oklahoma. Right. And driving through the Arbuckle Mountains, uh, it's really beautiful it's, part of the country. I was kind of surprised, too, right. because I've been down in that part of the country a lot. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the, Arb- the Arbuckle Mountains are really something to see. Yeah. Pretty cool. So what have you learned? Well, about, you know, uh, we as, as usual, I talk to people and, you know, I yeah. read the signs and stuff. But, I mean, it's a, we're in Carter County. Uh, Oklahoma, okay. and according uh, to, to the census that they had posted there at the library, uh, twenty four thousand people, give or take, you know. So that's a, okay. that's a medium sized town for us. Uh, and uh, it, what, it, what's interesting is we're actually um, about nine miles south of the Ardbuckle Mountains. Okay, right. That you know, just, right. It's real close by, mm-hmm. and uh, it's also the area we're in is one of the most oil rich regions of the United States. Oh wow. Now, consequently, well, I, fuel prices do not reflect it. No, that's all I'm saying. Oh, no, 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 no. No, we, <laughs> we were going to get a deal. We were a little shocked, uh, actually, at the cost of fuel. Uh, oh, by the way, the name Ardmore is an Irish uh, word for grounds or hills. Oh, really? Isn't that nice? Uh-huh. Yeah. There you go. Anyway, and, and Ard, Ardless is <laughs> is an Irish word for valleys. Valleys, yes. I think. Boy, you are so perceptive. I've just made that up, but I think it's probably, it's probably pretty, it's, Oh, there's a good chance it of makes it. makes sense. No, not really, okay. but yeah, whatever. <laughs> so, now, listen, they started this town here. They uh, When they went and said, hey, let's do a town here. So they, they plowed a ditch and called it Main Street. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and they say, well, that was 1887, you know. They had a plow and they needed a town, so they dug this uh, thing. Uh, but what happened was uh, then they, the uh, t- the railroad came in, right? Of course. And uh, that always helps a town get built up. You bet. Really fast there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had a big fire, though, in 1895 that destroyed most of the town. And then they rebuilt it and it burned again in 1915 when one of their oil things blew up. Oh, man. So they've had their, you know. And they, so after that, they decided they ought to have a fire department. <laughs> Good idea. <laughs> and, they, they, okay. and they said, oh, we haven't had that much trouble yeah, since Yeah, third time's a term. Third We're going to be ready. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's a great town. We've had some fun down yeah, here. Yeah, we so, have. It's yeah. been good. It's been fun. Well, people ask us, they say, 
Derriers. What's the deal with you guys? You know, you travel around this great country of ours in that old RV. Yeah. And, uh, uh, what are you trying to prove? You we, know? we got nothing to prove, really. I, <laughs> not at this stage of our life. Not at this stage, no. Yeah. Uh, uh, we've kind of given up on that. Pretty but, much, uh, yeah. You know, uh, unlike our compadres here on Truckers Radio USA who have these things called ranches, ranches yeah, you know, uh-huh. uh, uh, we, don't, we I don't. mean, and we whind about the fact, you know, for instance, uh, Rex Allen Jr. has the Rock and Diamond R Ranch. Where, in the, Roger? It's in the Dos, Dos Cabezas Mountains. Mountains yes. uh-huh. And one of these days we're going to get down there for our Dos Cervezas. Yeah. I'm sure that Rex would be uh, helping us out with that. I, I bet he would. Yeah. Uh, Alan Bailey, of course, has the Swinging Gate Ranch out there in western Kansas. We've been there. Mm-hmm. Orrin Friesen, the Rock and Banjo Ranch. That's a nice place. And, uh, you know, we were whining about the fact that we didn't have a ranch till our pal Suzanne set us straight. That's right. And she said, look, guys, she said, you have the entire continental United States, border to border, ocean to ocean. Right. You could say you have a ranch without, without fences. fences. In fact, we say that all the time. Yeah, we do. We do. Yeah. yeah. And uh, um, uh, but we, uh, we roam that range in our RV called Ramblin' Rose. Ramblin' Rose. Why you ramblin' Oh, yeah, singing that. Yep. Yep. Well, Rob- Rosie gets us there. She does, man. She has every time so far. So far. Yeah. And keep knocking on wood, but by God, she's done it so far. So. You bet. Really good. Well, Leo, I do believe it is back to you. Uh, well, thank you, Roger. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we uh, you and I are both big uh, big fans of uh, vocal harmonies. You bet. Right. I mean, we've kind of made a thing of it, mm-hmm. uh, you know, being able to back up other players and yeah. stuff. And so when I run across something that really uh, it talks about uh, vocal harmonies and, and um, you know, how they came to play, I ran across this ba- band. And, and, you know, we're always, if we're not driving or hanging around, we're looking at stuff. You on, bet. On the Internet. Uh, and I found a, a, a band called the Hilos. Okay. Okay. And it was a vocal quartet formed in 1953, and uh, they achieved their greatest fame in the late 50s and 60s, right? So they were a big deal then. Now, the group's name is a reference to their extreme vocal and physical ranges, because one of this guy, one of the members, a guy named Bob Strazen, was really tall, right? Okay. And another guy named Clark Burroughs was really short. Oh wow! So on stage they were kind of a you know <laughs> a high low uh, a high low too. Yeah, there right? you go, there you go. But listen, he uh, he influenced a lot of uh, they influenced a lot of people with what they did, and one of them was Herbie Hancock. Oh wow! And Herbie basically uh, he said, uh, by the time I actually heard this band, the High Lows, I started picking stuff that st- uh, stuff out. It was training his ear uh, to learn you know where all these harmonies were, and so he he really went after it and he studied them heavily and was really influenced by them. Awesome. But it was a really cool band. They did a version in 19, I think it was about 1965. Uh, they did a, a, a really nice version of this song. It's called Misty. And this is the high lows. <laughs> Helpless as a kitten up a tree And I feel like I'm clinging to a cloud I can't understand I get misty just holding your hand Walk my way 
begin to play. Bright be the sound of your hello. That music I hear, I get misty the moment you're near. You can say that you're leading me on, but it's just what I want you to do. Don't you notice how hopelessly I'm lost? That's why I'm following you. On my own, would I wander through this wonderland alone? Never knowing my right foot from my left, my hat from my glove. I'm too misty and too much in love. Cool swingy stuff. Yeah, I like that. Kind of a bossa nova thing, you know. Yeah. All right, Roger, it's back to you. Uh, Okay. Uh, This is someone I'm kind of surprised we haven't uh, covered before. Uh, Her name was Doris Mary Kapelhoff. Do you remember her? Uh, Doris. Doris. Like Doris Day? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, that's a good guess. Hey, thank you. So uh, she was born in, uh, her her birth date is kind of uh, controversial, uh, born in 1922. For most of her life, she stated that she was born in 1924, but it's not until her 95th birthday when the Associated Press found her birth certificate Uh-oh. showing a 1922 date of birth. Uh, but anyway... Um, she developed an early interest in dance, and uh, in the mid-1930s, so she was born in 22, um, she formed a dance duo with this other guy, and they performed in competitions throughout the United States. Wow. But in 1937, she had a very serious uh, car accident that involved a collision with a Pennsylvania tra- uh, freight train. Oh, man. And it shattered her right leg. Hmm. I mean, and so it... It just curtailed her prospects as a professional dancer. 
But while she was recovering, which was like an eight-month recovery time, she started singing along with the radio and discovered huh. she could sing. She, yeah, yeah, wow. That's and, interesting. And so during that eight-month of recovery, she started taking singing lessons. And then she had her first professional uh, vocalist job on the WLW radio program in uh, Carlin's Carnival. What? What? Uh, that was the name of the program. Oh, okay. Yeah, and she was performing in, in a local restaurant, Charlie Yee's Shanghai Inn. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, baby. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so uh, she uh, during her her uh, radio performances, she caught the uh, attention of a, a guy by the name of Barney Rapp, who was looking for a female vocalist. He was doing rap music before anybody, by the way. Yeah. We might have to go back and cover him. Okay. Anyway, but um, she uh, auditioned, and um, he, he had auditioned 200 other singers before he listened to her, and he hired her. Oh, really? Ah, just something magic about it. But she adopted the stage name Day at his suggestion because he said it felt like Kappelhoff was too long for Marquise. <laughs> <laughs> That's practical, you know? Oh, no, I get it. And he, he admired her rendition of the song Day After Day. So uh, she went on to work with uh, Jimmy James, Bob Crosby, Les Brown. Yeah, she was and, everywhere. And then she had a tremendous uh, movie career. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, she was uh, starred alongside, you know, Clark Gable, Cary Grant, J James Cagney, Ginger Rogers, Jack Lemmon. You name it, yep. you know? So, so she was a huge uh, popular person. But uh, I, I found this compilation, 16 Most Requested Songs, and I love this tune. It, it, it's another one. It's kind of clever and real swingy. Uh, Doris Day doing Canadian Capers from 1959. I heard you call for an all-star band. It's something new for the music stand. It's on the way, but before we start, a cutting capers around your heart. You're gonna cheer when you hear this band There's never been a better crew And when you hear the drummer Lottie How they join the hum of cutting capers just for you You'll never pick a bottle, pick a quart With Mr. Cooper or with Frankie Carr You'll never dig a list of bigger names A cutting capers with Harry James With Benny Goodman and his clarinet And Tommy Dorsey's in it too Alvina Ray will start walking, talk a steel guitar, cutting capers just for you. Listen to that tenor saxophone. Never heard it played with such a tone. And when you get that liquor stick out in the woodshed sun, why it's pop up any goodman and he's showing you quick how the proper liquor stick ends done. Listen to that fiddle player slap, slap, slap. Boy, he plays it, he really lays it in your lap, lap, lap. Say, I'll bet before they're through, you'll be cutting capers too. Like a dove, I even stutter. Guess it's love. 
I'm cutting capers so you'll notice me When we're together, can't you see? I'm only blowing off a talking big shot off a cutting capers Cause it's truly da do da ooh Baby, I'm in love Baby, I'm in love Baby, I'm in love with Baby, I'm in love with Baby, I'm in love with you Da-da. Yeah. That's cool, man. That's really, fun stuff, isn't it? It really is. Yeah. Hey, Roger, did you notice all the cats? Yeah, there's a lot of cats there, in this uh, There are. Yeah. And, and I mean, I kept, you know, uh, well, I said, oh, there's a cat. Oh, there's another yeah. cat. There's like yeah. a bunch of cats. You're not of... feeding them or anything, are you? No, no. Okay. Because yeah, then they kind of want to stick around. Well, I, I'm wondering. I mean, we got to be careful not to let them in. Cause well, right, yeah. We're really not set up to have a yeah. cat, you know. Yeah. Be sure and pick up after yourself. You leave. You leave snacks out and stuff. Is that what I do? Well, I'm just saying. Okay, fine. Occasionally, I don't. Leave. We don't want to attract them as on yeah, cat food. Yeah, that's okay. not my main thing. They do like bologna and white <laughs> bread. It's like a the bologna and white bread. Come on, man. That's essentials. <laughs> that's true. And the mayo, you bet. Okay, well, uh, moving right along, Leo. <laughs> do you actually have a song? Well, or, yeah, uh, I, I do. I okay. do. <laughs> uh, we were talking about our buddy uh, Scott Rabko, right? Yeah. Okay, and. Uh, he he's been turning us all kind of. Oh man, what a treasure it's trove a treasure of stuff, trove, man! He's I'm, a I'm, great gonna dude. Re- I'm gonna go dip in that bucket one more time here. Awesome. He uh, he turned me on to these uh, guys called the Deep River Boys. Right? Yeah. Okay. And uh, they were formed at Hampton, Hampton Institute, which is now Hampton University in, in Virginia. And uh, you know, uh, with a lot of these entertainers that we've featured over the years, uh, they're winning. They started off because they won a talent competition. Yeah, right. And that launched them off. Different, different times. Different times. It's on the radio and then stage appearances. But listen, they spent a lot of time. Uh, they're American band, of course, but they spent a lot of time out of the country. One reason was is they were like a favorite on USO tours. They oh, toured constantly for the troops all over the world and everything. Uh, they toured uh, for the USO, and, uh, and then in 1952, they were back, and they made some more recordings, and they just came and went a lot. Uh, and they did. Um, they also recorded a version of Tuxedo Je- uh, Junction yeah. with the uh, Erskine Hawkins. Uh, he was the guy that wrote it, right? Okay. So they had all this stuff under the belt. And in the in the middle of all this, they recorded a song that's just hysterical. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. It's really funny, man. It's a, And I've heard other versions of this song, uh, but these, these guys definitely nailed it the best. They're such a great band, you know, and their vocals were so perfect. But they did this song in 1947 that's just a hoot. And it's, it's, it's known, it's subtitled, the mumble song. Okay. Okay. The actual name of the song is "What Did He Say?" <laughs> what did he say? Now there's a guy in a quartet talks like no one I've heard yet. He mumbles, mumbles all the time. It's got no reason and it's got no rhyme. Oh, you are. What did he say? What did he say? What did he say? He said, bring something round, we'll have a ball today. What did he say? What did he say? What did he say? He said, you can't win no matter what number you play. Mumbo, mumbo, hear him go. Jumbo, jumbo, what a schmo. When he talks, he almost 
like his chops are full of marbles. Surely everything that we What did he say? What did he say? What did he say? He said, sing a little louder and we'll get more play. you don't know it, I am Mumbo's interpreter. I see everything he does. I hear everything he says. Now you just sit back and stand by him and tell you all about it. Listen, now Mumbo's had a crap game the other night. Now all the boys knew he had crooked dice. But when he took that third dice from out of his sleeve, he made nine the hard way. Ah! Three, three, three. What did they say? What did they say? What did they say? That's Bob talk. I guess the jive's okay. Mr. Mumbo. Here we are. What did he say? I hear everybody around here knows what's going on. I hope it. That's great stuff. Oh man! Thank you, Scott, for that. That's a that's a great tip. But seriously, have you have you heard any? I mean, I keep thinking I'm hearing cats. I think there's cats out there. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what the deal it's is. It's like but, every time uh, we go outside, they're like all over the place. Well, we you know? have to go outside because this is when we have to go do our, oh, apolog- our apologetic beer. We got to do the beer run. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um, uh, but I, I actually got some pretty decent beer. Do you really? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Well, listen to these guys. It sounds like it's great stuff. Fine. I'll check it out. Okay. Are you ready, Quartet? Mm. All right. Let's go. Drink to me, darling. Not with thine eyes, but with past blue ribbon Because if you toast me with past blue ribbon, I'll know that your love That is splendid is the beer that is blended from thirty-three fine brews. And if you serve me sparkling clear, perhaps your love, dear, I can't refuse. You can serve it with cold cuts, it's yours to please. Serve it with a dab of tasting every cheese. Now it's food refreshing, it has no I drown a million laps for a bottle of half blue ribbon. Okay, we're backing up. Look out now. That's it. We're professional backer-uppers. That's what we do. That's what we do. Yeah. Yep. Well, this is the part of the show where we just get right down and uh, beg, we beg, yeah. beg people to uh, go to our website. Come and, on. You know, I just put some more stuff on it uh, during the show. It's so. a tasty. More and more reasons yep. to go yeah. to so, the website. You know, yeah. um, you know it's, it's uh, the one for this 
show is thederrieres.com. The and please do, yeah. d- don't forget the. Don't, don't forget that. It's, it's a tiny word, but if you forget it. Oh, you'll never forget you'll it. You'll never forget it again. No, you never yeah. will. Right. Uh, of course, the one for the band is. Well, that's threetrailswest.com with the number three on the front there. Right. And that's where you can go look and see if we've got some CDs that you're interested in or yeah. some stickers or just current news about the band. T-shirt, so, maybe, something like that. Something like that. You know, if you go to uh, either website, uh, you will find a lot of content. content. Yeah. And if you look at it, we're pretty sure you'll be contented. contented. Boy, there's getting to be a bunch. Yeah, there is. So you could become confused, confused. in which case you should just contact, contact us. us. Right, and we'll get you helped out there. Yeah, there's contact us tabs uh, on both websites, or you can get right to us with our uh, email addresses. Mine is Roger, no D, at thederriers.com. And mine is Leo, also no D, at thederriers.com. You know, uh, the other thing you can do, uh, go to thederriers.com and go to the Americana Roadshow tab. And uh, from there, you can listen to or download any of our past episodes and listen to them at your leisure, uh, preferably in a leisure suit. suit. If you do that, send us a picture. Yeah, Yeah. we want to see a selfie. That'd be good, yeah. You know, uh, the other thing you can do, Leo, now is uh, you can check us out now. All of our past episodes are on Spotify. Spotify, yes, they're on Spotify. Yeah, they're also on Stitcher. they're on Spotify. Uh, they're also on TuneIn. And Spotify. Uh, Amazon Music. Spotify is on. Uh, and iHeartRadio. Spotify. Yeah. So uh, all those places, including Spotify. Yeah, thank yep. you, Leo. You're welcome. So there's no excuse. Uh, as our good buddy Mike Carr says, go, go nowheres without, without the Darius. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, Mike. All right, Roger. Where are we here? It's my turn. It's your turn? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going bluegrass. Uh, a guy by the name of John Ray Seckler. Uh, known as Curly Suckler. Oh, okay, sure. Right, uh-huh. okay. Yep. Uh, born in 1919, uh, he played with Lester, uh, Flatt, and Earl Scruggs and the Foggy Mountain Boys. Um, uh, Bill Monroe, I mean, he just played with everybody, but uh, kind of like you, he's a bass player, but he wasn't a <laughs> bass player. Uh, but it was kind of interesting. He had a group with his band called the Trail Riders, and uh, they were uh, doing a radio uh, program in uh, Salisbury, North Carolina. And Charlie Monroe, the brother of Bill Monroe, mm-hmm. um, uh, heard him. And um, th- he was looking for musicians. And he offered him a job. Uh, at that point, uh, Char- uh, Curly was 19 years old. And uh, he made uh, $20 a week. Oh, boy. And that's big money, right? Yep. So he continued with um, uh with them, and then he joined Flester, uh, Lester Flat, Flester, and easy for you to uh, say, and Laurel uh, Struggs, <laughs> uh, and the Foggy Mountain Boys, and then uh, uh, he left them, and uh, he he went with the Stanley Brothers, Bobby Osborne, you know, but he ended up back with uh, Flat and Scruggs until 1962 when the band ended. And then he became the leader of the Nashville Bluegrass, the Nashville Grass Band. There you go. And uh, so that's where this comes from. Uh, they, they did an album uh, in 1979. The album was called No Doubt About It. This is uh, Curly Seckler and the Nashville Grass doing In the Jailhouse Now. <laughs> friend called Ramblin' Pug Used to steal, gamble, and roll Thought he was the smartest guy in town But I found out last Monday Bob got locked up Sunday They got him in the jailhouse way downtown He's 
in the jailhouse now. He's in the jailhouse now. He's in the jailhouse now. He's in the jailhouse now. I told him once or twice to quit playing cards and shooting dice. He's in the jailhouse now. Version of that tune. Do you think? Do you hear cats? Uh, yeah, I think I do. We, we had when we went out to pass the beer around. I told you to be careful because there's so many cats around. They're they're running around all over the place. Yeah, you didn't let one in, did you? I don't think so. You know, I, I've been meaning to talk to you about that new cologne. That <laughs> what? Uh, that starkest at uh, cologne that you're wearing. <laughs> <laughs> it's cheap. <laughs> it's cheap. It, it may be attractive to them. I don't I'm just know, saying. man. I don't know. There's. Uh, I've never okay. seen so many cats. It's All amazing. Right. All right. Just, well, get on with the show. Come okay. On. Here we go. Oh, there it is again. Okay. Okay. Fine. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll Come on. This. We got All work right. to do. We here. have shut down. Okay. I have got a band here that uh, I'm really digging, man. I, since I just, I ran across it as we sometimes do, looking for something else, right? Okay. The band is called the International Sweethearts of Rhythm. All right. Oh, wow. And this was the first integrated all women's band in the United States, right? Wow. I mean, during the 40s, the band featured some of the best female musicians of the day. They played uh, swing and jazz on national circuit that included the Apollo Theater in New York, the, uh, the Regal in Chicago, the Howard Theater in Washington, D.C. And, and this was uh, the band started out as largely uh, African American, right? Okay. And so later on, um, the uh, well, the band actually started in 1938 at the Piney Woods uh, Country Life School, and it was a school for uh, poor and African American children, right? Okay. So they they kind of traveled under the auspices of the school for a long time, and they were getting educated along the way. They were practically living on the bus when they toured because of the Jim Crow, Crow laws at the time. Yeah. So the bus was like. You know, it for them. Yeah, that's tough. So anyway, they uh, in the '41, uh, the International Sweethearts uh, became a professional act. All right, okay. they went straight pro, and uh, they also became more integrated. So they had uh, members from uh, different races, including Latina, uh, Asian, Caucasian, Black, Indian. You know, in other words, uh, African, um, Puerto Rican, yeah. you know, Native American. So they really mixed it up. Awesome. And they were just an astounding band. I mean, they were really amazing. They had a huge sound uh, to them too. So the uh, they they finally disbanded um, in uh, about oh, I think it was the late forties, early fifties. It just became too difficult, you know, to keep touring and everything for them. But in the meantime, boy, they, they made some great music. Cool. So this particular tune is called, uh, and it's, I couldn't pin exactly what year it was done, somewhere in the mid-40s. 
Uh, the name of the song is Jump Children. amazing or what? That's awesome. Man, they were just nailing it, Raj. Great stuff. All right, let's see, where are we here? Okay, well, you remember a while back, I I was really getting into the whistling uh, whistlers, Uh and uh, and then not too long ago, I covered a guy named Andrew Bird. Yes. Okay, remember he, uh, uh, so, but he's also a tremendous whistler. Okay. And I just have to throw this in. This is from the original movie soundtrack from the Muppets movie in 2011. Andrew Bird (laughs) doing the whistling Caruso. Thank you. 
Yep. I think packing for a road trip with that instrument makes life a little easier. I would guess so. Hey, got your lips? Yeah. Okay. Hey, uh, we're out of time. Oh, we are, aren't yeah. we? Yeah. Uh, we need to figure out where we're going. That's, so that's uh, true. let's see. You um, I, uh, you get the map. You I get throw to the, the dart. dart. Okay, yeah, go hang get the on map. for a second. Back at the closet uh, where it always is. Ah, uh, okay. Ready? Okay. Pizza back here. Just leave that alone. That's fine. Take care of the map. Okay, here we go. And there you go. All okay. right. Uh, let me the get dart. the dart. Spoon drawer. Two. Two. Yep. Got, got it. it. Okay. Hey, okay. uh, get in a circle. Get in a circle. You ready? Uh, yep. Okay. Three times. One, two, two three. Throw the dart. Throw the dart. Whoa, what was that? <laughs> what was that? Oh. oh, I think we found the cat. I think you're right. <laughs> but, wow. But, man. But it still landed on the map. It he, just kind of ricocheted. He took off down the hall, oh, man. great. Now oh, we got to deal with that. Geez. Uh, well, we're in Eminence, Missouri. We're pretty close. Okay, It'll well. a short trip. Uh, yeah, it could be an interesting one. Yeah, I guess we'll find out what is in store for us. Okay, uh, works well, for me. Okay, this has been the Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers Radio USA. USA. And don't forget to look out behind you. It's the Derriers.